Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. We're keeping you in the, the guitar community. Scott's texting right now. So that was Low hey Diaz, did you know that French fries weren't first cooked in France? They were cooked in Greece. Yep. I know that one. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Dad Jones. Actually, let's do the music and then we'll tell you who's going This episode is brought to you by listeners like Jason and listeners like Will and listeners like uh, Philip and I'm going to, I can't remember the list. Ben, ben and Tom, and Tom, Tony, Tony, Brian Tony. Gower. Yeah. I think that's everybody. What's your name? Oh, Matthew Fenslow. Oh, yes. We can't forget Matthew Finslow. But, all right. Well, thank you, everyone who supports the show. If you don't support the show, you should feel bad. You really should. Think about what you did. Don't you know, stop I listening. think we have think a lot of white evangelicals in this group, so we're going to we're gonna press your shame button for a little bit. Oh, my gosh. And motivate you. Yeah. Let's Sorry, not Diaz and I just both went into childhood trauma, so we need to I really I really was just like my first thought was Calvary Assemblies of God. Sorry, that was that was that was the church I was raised up in and felt really bad. Um if anyway. I start singing Shine Jesus Shine, he's gonna really start like Shine, gotta show what you got. Yeah. Some DC talk up in here, jars of clay. Casting Crowns. I mean, Jarvis Clay's first album is still fantastic. Listen, Casting Crowns and Counting Crows are two totally different things, by the way. They they sound kind of similar. Also, ignore Cademan's call in that group, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you know who those bands are, you should. You really should support the show. Yeah. Yeah, because we're we the same. <laughs> we, we, You're we, among friends here. Yeah, this is this is a safe place. You know, you know who really loves casting crowns was Jason Fuzzmonger as a child. You, you really oh know. Oh my it. gosh! <laughs> Opposite day. Yep. Uh, heavens. All right. Um. So let's do that part where we talk about what's new. Scott, do you have anything new this week? No. Nice. I. I don't. Oh, so I have to talk about something though, so don't I? Okay. Yeah. Uh, albums I've been listening to a lot. I'm sorry. I'm going to open up title and let you talk about what's your new, and then I'll go back to my thing. Yeah. So new. I actually I got the Ranger Danger from uh, Electromotive Sound Co. It was apparently the last pedal. Possibly. Who knows? Um, if if Ben went back into business, I think we'd all be very very excited about that. Mm-hmm. So so I mean definitely it's it, it's really cool. Um, it's a treble booster which it sounds phenomenal. I love it because like it actually does. I plugged it in for a little bit today and kicking it on in front of like a an already like nice overdrive just brings it into the sweet smooth territory. That you, know what, you know what it sounds great going into? What? Boss Metal Zone. Are you being serious or facetious? I'm being completely serious. Okay. Both those pedals showed up around the same time, so they were oh, both yeah? on the desk at the same time, and it works, man. It works. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I mean, this pedal sounds great. So that makes number one, two, three, four, five, five of his on the board. I've got. Do you have a full house? 
Yeah. I don't have the double-sided one, the legend. I don't have the legend. That's the only pedal I didn't have as it, of his. But I do have six altogether. I do have the clone V1 and V2. But yeah. And then, uh, well, I will say something else new. Uh, I was working with a uh, friend of the show, Will. We were sending some music back and forth, and I added a little bit of stuff to some of his music. Nice. So it was a lot of fun. Look at you uh, using your new recording interface. I did. It was, a, I, and honestly, a lot of it, I mean, I could have probably used, I could use the focus right the same way, but I ran the stomp like right into it, and it just, it sounded great. I did a really cool thing with the Resitron and the, um, bender that we've got the fuzz bender from electromotive mm-hmm. so i did a really cool so like uh we're, you know the the thought was a kind of a concept album mm-hmm. and this song was about what is it called whenever you're coming out of anesthesia emergence something but um that's the name of the song and um and that's what it's about so i did it was really cool i did um i did some guitar some bass um, I did, it was probably about five tracks of guitar. So I did like, but a couple of the tracks were just like, I duplicated and I reversed it. So it's kind of like having a reverse delay on there, but not really just hmm. added a really cool, uh, undertone. And then I did, uh, two bass tracks, which were the same, but one had it like an eight bit crusher feel to it. And one was clean, nice and like a nice poppy clean. And I kind of blended them. And I also like kind of warped the sound so the the eight bit crusher was louder towards the end and the clean and it was kind of, they kind of reversed so nice are you live tracking that or are you like uh, you're not reamping and doing all that stuff you're just going straight in and recording that right um well yeah like for the through most part. the stomp like you're just, you're, yeah. you're doing direct signal path and just recording that as is right yeah for the most part except for there was like the eight bit crusher i did use a, a plug-in for that okay so i added that and then I, I mean, I added a little bit, uh, you know, on the, in the interface or, or like, uh, on the DAW, I did add some extra, like a, a plate reverb, um, and stuff like that. So I did adjust, I did record most of the, the sound, how I wanted it direct in Nice. And, and then just tightened up a little bit of stuff. I mean, it's not great. Even I know the bass track, I got off a little bit. It was it, because there's no real there's no drums and he when he sent it to me he didn't send it he didn't know what tempo he had set it at so i was doing it live and i, I told him though i said if, if someone says anything about the the bass getting a little bit off at one point just tell me it was an arrhythmia because i did the bass kind of like a heartbeat hmm. so that was kind of the intent on that with the sound so that was like and then um the guitar at the end i added i did the resitron and the fuzz i did it was more kind of like getting a flat line feel so it was pretty cool i'll have to send it to you yeah please do yeah i'm just kind of curious how you do all that kind of stuff because like horribly i I have a i have a recording flow that i do where i do the whole plug in direct and then run it through a reamp so i'm yeah. recording with effects but i'm re- just recording my di um okay. then, I, then i'll clean up my di so often i'll quantize my di depending on what the part is and some what you know how much feel i want to leave in it or not and then i'll reamp off that see yeah you you seem like you're doing more like the hardcore recording <laughs> i'm just doing straight in just like live I, usually and- usually i'm doing like 
backing tracks and stuff like that. So you just want to lock all right. that in as much as you possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're doing stuff where it's, it's all based, like you've got a metronome, like you've got this timing yeah. and everything. So but, yeah, like yeah. we're our grid's already figured out at that point. So right. I'm just aligning it. Yep. All right. Well, let's move on to some gear news. Oh yeah. New oh news. hey, my my what's new is I uh, oh, yeah. I dug out Fall Out Boy's first album recently. I've been listening to that. At the under the cork tree or whatever. Uh, the one before it. Okay. Um, hmm. take this to your grave. Okay. I don't know if I even listened to anything off that album. It's probably the one you'd like the most. Really? Because it's like old punk pop. Like it, it's before yeah. they were like a pop act. Yeah, I mean, I really, I mean, I do enjoy early Fall Out Boy. I saw them. That was a lot of fun. Um, I always forget that I saw them because I didn't, I went for free. And uh, we actually, no, we met them. Did we, like my friend won tickets from a radio station. Or was the girl I was seeing at the time, she won tickets from the radio station. And at that point I was like, that's when all the girls were like, oh, Fall Out Boy. And it was the cool thing to be like, fucking Fall Out Boy. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember, like, they were like a high school band that, like, from mm -hmm. a high school, a few high schools down from where I grew up. So, like, we heard okay. about we heard about Fall Out Boy uh, as part of the local scene. You know, I never saw them in that during that stage, but I definitely oh. heard about them when I was in high school. You know, were you were you into Fall Out Boy before it was cool to be into Fall Out Boy? Uh, no, I was into Fall Out Boy right about when it became cool to be into Fall Out Boy. Like okay. I, I knew about the band for a while because I like I heard the name and then like their debt their first CP went around like a bunch of people had burned copies of it because that was the era. Um, yes. So if you had fifty, if you had a fifty pack of blank CDs, you were fucking king. Yeah. You were. Oh man. gosh, the first kid who had a cable modem. Oh my gosh, that was our favorite person. Or like the I just remember whenever someone got DSL for the first time. You're like, oh shit. I never had DSL. I had. Oh, oh yeah, we went from uh, we went I, from dial up to cable. Yeah, no, we were we were out in the boonies, man. We went from dial up to DSL to cable. Yeah, and then finally like fiber and stuff. So, well, you know what? Has plenty of fiber. I mean, I do, but you can tell me. <laughs> um, some new gear news. Yeah, that's yeah, gonna make you. you shit your pants uh yes no yeah depend well it, it makes me is this segue do i have any confidence in the segue no it'll make your joystick hard walrus audio <laughs> melee wall of noise the shoegaze pedal with a joystick hey. so it's a distortion and a reverb with joystick control i like is it. it the same distortion circuit as that that's in the janus the, the janus or whatever that was a fuzz wasn't it was it it's a fuzz and a tremolo in the old one right i believe this says distortion and i, I mean it's distortion I know and reverb together oh, i kind of i really i i have i want to pedal with a joystick i've seen some really bad takes on this though really just throwing it out there yeah like one was a bunch of people not realizing that so there's a lot of people who subscribe to there's a set order of pedals right like Mm -hmm. and you have to obey that order and you can never deviate from it and so the, those people are like oh but why would i want a distortion with a reverb that's too f and i'm like you you put a reverb early in your chain it's fine yeah you can it's do for that. running them together 
and in a reasonable way you're probably or you can you can run it at the end and have distortion on your whole i mean that's the shoegaze thing is having your whole sound like distorted and reverb the shit yeah you, you can do it whenever i mean it this is hardly the first like distortion and fuzz reverb together but loomer yeah the but the joystick adds an interesting dimension to this that i mean is worth talking about um i mean it, it's it's something walrus did as a cool thing as we were talking about with the janus ages ago like that's even like isn't that yeah. pre-colt no i don't think so was wasn't that when seth and uh, brady were doing it i don't know i don't know the history of walrus enough i okay. i don't remember when colt came in i thought the janus was like i think of colt era as the julia but i could be wrong i don't know the history enough but uh, some of the um, one of the cool things i love about it it does have multiple reverbs has three colt come on the show and correct us yeah yeah so it's got an ambient reverb um it's got an octave down reverb which is similar to the dark mode and the slow pedal mm -hmm. um and then a reverse reverb with feedback which is something they did in oh, what was the name of it the lore okay which came out last year which i've been not a lot of used ones on the market yet so I've here's the thing from. There's two different switches. One says sustain, one says bypass. Is that actual sustain or is that saying, uh, let's see, uh, that's just a sustain. It's a it momentary latches, thing. Yeah, latches all in all three programs. Uh, press and release sustain, which to capture and sustain the current reverb decay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can turn, I mean, well, yeah, because you can't run them separate. So I guess that might be another thing people are upset about probably i mean probably people will be like mad that it's not a bunch of like options galore but the idea is to create a tone for yeah. a texture for a moment for this kind of thing that you're doing and mm -hmm. um i mean the thing is too and like look the, the best thing is because you've got delay in or you've got drive into reverb or dis distortion into reverb or reverb and just reverb into distortion and that reverb into distortion is that's getting you some of that funky shoegaze stuff too mm-hmm so how and do you how do you feel about the price point coming in at three hundred dollars? I don't think it's ridiculous. I mean, I'd like to see it closer to like two fifty, but mm -hmm. it is a modulation. It's got a joystick, which this isn't something that's very common. So I'm sure it's you know helping kind of put the price up a little bit. But I don't I don't have a total problem with it. Mm-hmm. I love the artwork on it too. It's like it looks burning really cool. tree, burning bush kind of imagery is just on the pink is just so nice. Yeah, it's a great, it's great pink and the, the the green hue on the burning bush. Yeah. I mean, come on, it's it's, a, it, it's made for shoegaze. That's literally the way that they're like pushing it. So burning bush, get it? Ha 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 ha. Oh, I missed then, that joke because I was opening the next link. Okay. Let's look at the next link. Uh, well, the next thing on the docket is Dunlop is coming out with the attack vector, which combines a phaser and an envelope into one handy enclosure. Which that's also something that was done with the uh, Pigtronics uh, EP3. Simultaneously or just like both in the. Um, oh, yeah, they were simultaneous. This is just both in the same. Nah. This can be blended. Okay, then yeah, we're good. Okay. 
Because like I, I, I think of like the Keeley Bubbletron had, uh, which is what I have, has a has the two as separate algorithms. They don't run them together. So right. pretty pretty interesting kind of little thing here. I mean, we two effects that we know well. Do do you know how many phases the phaser is or pulls? Um, does I, not say in this. It's two hundred dollars. Not horrible. Not horrible at all. Um, um, yeah, you can run them. You can run them. You can do one or the other, or run both. Did I say this was a Dunlop? You, yeah, it, it's way huge. Yeah, the thing it says Dunlop. I, I something in my head. I thought I, it was an MXR Dunlop, pedal for so long when I was reading does, this just now. Does Dunlop own way huge now? Yes. Then there you go. That's why. Yeah. But uh, yeah, two hundred bucks. If you've been looking to kind of get those two things blended together, I think that's a that's a cool place to look. Yeah. Um. Also, if you've been looking for it, uh, Earthquaker Devices released a silver edition of the Sun O Life V3. Oh. Uh, I don't know if the price is any different. Um, it's exclusive to Reverb. Okay. On the artist, the Sun O uh, website uh, shop yeah. only. Don't haven't they been usually doing those released through Sun O? Can't remember. Mm. But uh, yeah, sure, you, gotta, I'm, yeah. you gotta go reverb for that one. Well, um, no, because didn't they release a bunch of them? That was like just at at concerts. It was at the merch section. Oh, were they? Yes. I know they sold out like immediately, and then they kind of moved on. I think they did one run that was only available at shows and like people were literally like flocking to the show to like just buy them all up or something. You know, I bet people are flocking to buy, buy up. What's that? Devil and sons has come out with the iPad guitar. Yeah. Did hold on. We're, we're in order. No, are if we? you click guitar gears gems oh, no, no, no. oh yeah I'm, and just I'm, keep scrolling then you wind up at the next no thing. it's because it's because you separated them and then you okay that's why you put the separate ones and then i had the combined one yeah i don't like combined ones uh, okay they mess with my flow which is what we're doing right now it's with the flow get with the flow get low to the flow um yeah, it's just it. I it's. I'm, it's I'm a, almost like done talking about it already. It, it's an iPad um, and a guitar. They they did it for a build off, and it's being raffled as part of the Great Guitar Giveaway. So it's just like the iPad doesn't really it doesn't do anything. What's What's weird is uh, where it sits in the guitar with the bridge. So the bridge is not is actually a part of the body structure because the iPad can come out. Yeah, so it's just like overhanging on top of the iPad. Yeah. So the bridge is kind of weirdly in there. Yeah. So it must be on some kind of a trapeze thing. Um, we don't need to talk about this pedal board thing, do we? Flies through the air with... The- yeah, there's fast fasteners for smart track pedal boards. Okay. Home Depot, the pedal board. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the next thing then. Go for it. Fender Gold Foils, Telecaster Jazzmaster, and Jazz Bass. These look sweet. Old foil loaded Fender limited editions were revealed. Um, so gold foil pickups were originally popular in the fifties and everyone wants them now. So Fender is listening. 
It's fantastic. So is this a is this a Fender? So it's mini humbucking gold foil pickups. So is it just a mini humbucker with a gold gold foil on top of it, or? Yeah. Because this doesn't seem like it. Fender does not have the exact specs listed yet. No, I don't. I, I it's just gold foil on top of stuff. It's not going to be like actual gold foil like the Diarmans. Yeah, I mean. What's cool about some of the, I mean, there's some interesting things in here in this list. Hey, like the Jazzmaster is a three mini humbuckers with a Bigsby. Yeah. So like the thing is though, I love the look of the gold foils on the, um, this is one time where I will say that I do like a nice uh, three-tone sunburst or three-tone burst. It looks really good, especially um, if you keep scrolling guard. down, uh, when you get into the Jazz bass where it's the tort on a on a, like a, a blue maybe blue oh yeah that, on a that sonic blue graphic. with a gold foil oh it's just yeah. gorgeous looking um that actually is is it that's uh is it daphne blue or this is sonic blue is it really sonic yeah. blue you yeah. click the link no it just okay. says it in the description right next to it okay Shh, don't don't talk to me ever again but <laughs> it's about 1200 bucks or so yeah these, so these are going to be player series quality um they're coming out of the mexico factory Hey Scott, um, did I tell you that these are Sonic? That's Sonic Blue. What's that? That 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 color is Sonic Blue. What's that, Diaz? I'm, I'm not quite hearing the, you. The the blue on the jazz base is Sonic Blue. That's what I was saying from the get go, and you weren't listening. Sorry, it, something's up with my headphone. Can you see this? What's going on? Yeah, I, okay. I can see it. Okay. I can see it. Okay, just double check it. You hit a bird. <laughs> Speaking of blue, so those guitars are floating around the twelve. 12 1300 uh they're at toman are they at any other retailers i didn't see any yet okay oh tall narrow frets ebony fingerboard ebony yeah i like ebony fingerboards oh i really like the shoreline gold jazz master even though it's not a jazz master i like it yeah yep well I'm tired. All right, feminine. Yeah, speaking of Fender and Blue, Fender Limited Edition, her or H-E-R, how does it? Is it actually her? Uh, I still don't really know. Yeah, at this point, I'm a little afraid to ask. Um, Stratocaster Blue Marlin. So it's a Stratocaster in a. It's almost her? the Nebula finish. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now I see it. Like, yeah, it does it's like a blue to purple. Yeah. I think silver anodized gold guard matching headstock. Uh, matching um, headstock is what I. I so I remember when this when the first signature came out with like the silver and silver, mm -hmm. with the matching headstock, and I went. There's only three hundred of these worldwide. Oh great, they're already sold out. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, this is a great looking guitar, but other than the finish, what's signature about this guitar? Yeah, and I still ask that question. Mm. What are the pickups in it? Uh, standard um, Fender noiseless, vintage noiseless Dragcaster okay. pickups. So nothing typical special. control layout. It's a sixty mid sixties C shape, nine and a half inch radius abalone dot markers. Oh, they um, with uh, vintage they... tall frets. I mean, this was a standard spec for a minute there. This is 1350, so made in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can still buy them. They're still available. 
There, I mean, uh, Sweetwater has a pre-order, so I'm surprised they're not sold out already at 300. Only, only the only 300 being made, but yeah, but 1350. I mean, yeah, and I don't know how like I don't know how much of a collector's edition these Mexican-made signatures are compared no, to. These, uh, this is really for someone who likes her or really loves this color. I mean, I really like the color. Thirteen hundred dollars. Love that color. I'm set on strats. Yeah. I mean, I I got my dream strat when I was like 22, so I'm good. Was that the John Mayer? Yeah. Yeah. And then I bought a Silver Sky for fun, and if the Silver Sky ever gets hurt, or, like Silver Sky is going to be the travel guitar. Like if it ever gets broken in airline, I'm going to go okay. I fooled around and fell in love with. You know what else I'm saying? Okay, too. Taylor yeah. Guitars adding three new Sunburst models to the American Dream series. Okay. Um, as as we all know, I am a sucker for Sunburst guitars, uh, especially mm-hmm. when it comes down to an acoustic. Um, I like them. I mean, they look they look nice. Yeah. So it adds a Grand Theater, a Grand Concert, and a Grand Pacific shape. Um, this is like if you want a Taylor and a Martin. Yeah, so an interesting thing with the Taylor is they don't stain the sides. Yeah. So it becomes a natural wood on the side really quickly, which I I feel is a little off-putting. Really? I like it. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially, like, now, if the the headstock would have been a natural, yeah, that would have been really bad. But with the headstock being a darker stain... They still... Yeah, they still have the veneer plate on the... Yeah, I think it looks good. The back is still. It makes the binding pop. It does. I think it. I like it. As I mean, as long as the back isn't natural, you're good. I think the back's still going to be natural. Oh, then I don't know if I like it. Yeah. Um. So with that, I mean, these are pretty affordable. I mean, how much? Uh, the low end side is eighteen, and they go up to about two thousand. It's for an American-made acoustic guitar. <gasps> oh, I just saw the next article. Oh, yeah. I snuck that one in on you. Go for it, bro. <sighs> Machine Gun Kelly's mainstream sellout. Schecter signature is now available. It's the second with a, with that line. Um, oh, it's the, oh, it's the satin one. Yeah, yeah. The black one, satin black. Satin black with a little bit of pink accent there in the headstock. Yeah, I like that one too. I like them, but I still like the the pink one a lot. I uh, I'll say I think aesthetically, I don't really like the just black. No, I like the pink one better aesthetically. It, it pops a lot more. Hmm. Um, it's more pop punk. I mean, like that's that's really the reason why I want that guitar. So I want to just play pop punk yeah. on it. Um, other than that, specs seem to be almost the same thing. Um, yeah. It's a 14-inch radius, which I find interesting. Yeah. It's a flatter guitar than I would have expected him to be playing. It, it's really comfortable to play. Yeah? I, I enjoyed it. I do love... I still love whenever everyone was knocking him about uh, uh, the kill switch. Oh, how they thought it was upside down or whatever. Yeah, and he was like, he was like it turns, motherfuckers. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, even though I don't care for Machine Gun Kelly at all, any of his music, I really don't. But, like, whenever, like, if someone got called out like that and he was able to, like, prove them wrong with something fucking nifty like that, 
and putting guitar players in their place every once in a while is fucking great. Yeah. DS, I have some bad news for you. What? The price is now nine ninety nine. They were what, eight ninety nine? I think they were less. So they they're going up in price. Yeah. I mean everything is, but Yeah. I wonder are there any for sale, the pink ones for sale? I don't know. You know, there's nothing more punk than uh the last line of the article mentioning his Disney Plus documentary. <laughs> nice. Oh, the, yeah, the pink one's in stock at places, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the market has kind of saturated with them at this point. So I, lo- I love how it's got 2.6 stars. Um, yikes, MG He doesn't deserve a signature. This makes me regret ever buying anything. Structure. Okay, so people are just reviewing it because they're dumb. They not, they're not actually reviewing it. I think I still think you should. What, one of the things I do like about Amazon reviews sometimes is that they'll have the verified purchaser. Right. So you actually have to buy it to give it a review. You don't just get to like write crap. And I think that's also something. Um, some of the, did do a lot of the guitar places do that, or can anyone write a review on anything? I think anyone can write a review on anything because they want reviews and. Yeah, well, the website like Sam Ash has it almost. It's four point seven out of five stars. I mean, yeah. So you know, it's a five out of five stars. What's that? The Boss Katana Fifty. Oh. But there's a new kid on the block. New kids on the block. Which is the Mark II EX, which takes the 5 watt, 50, sorry, 5 watt, 50 water, um, to now be ready to be run in what they call stereo mode, Mm -hmm. which I believe is where you uh, link two of them together. Yep. So that's pretty dope. And also, yeah, and also, also available as a head. Yep. Well, they've got the um, artist Mark II head. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, so the price of the the Katana Fifty are going up, aren't they? Um, a little bit. They well, no, because they got this out now, so they dropped prices of the regular fifties down for a little bit. That's when my nephew actually got one. I'm trying to remember. Did I, I think I paid like two fifty for mine when I got it. Um. Yeah. Maybe. Uh. Which you know, two seventy is what Zounds wants for the Mark Two Fifty, but yeah. that's not the EX version. So, um, I imagine the EX adds a. Everything I'm seeing is like trying to throw other things in the kit, so it's a lot more expensive. Here's Sweetwater, three thirty nine. So that adds about sixty bucks. Which is seventy bucks to the Mark II. The Mark II is two seventy now. Yeah, that's when that's what my nephew bought it at. So two seventy to two forty, so or three forty, so that's seventy bucks. Yeah. So pretty cool. I still stand by the Mark II is one of the best. I wish that was a starter amp when I was starting out, and I see people turning their nose up at console, and I'm like, ah, you shouldn't like i was i mean we talked about it on the show before my nephew bought his first guitar and first amp and i pushed harley benton and boss katana and he is ecstatic about it like he loves it and that's the thing and that like i tell people all the time everyone's like what do you tell people new guitar players don't give up that's literally the thing that stops people is giving up and and practice like try and and learn stuff you want to learn but it's like yeah i mean 
the and this is what I was trying to tell my nephew because he wanted to buy some shitty Epiphone at, at Guitar Center because he wanted to go home with a guitar. And I was like, dude, it's like just wait a little bit. Like, and that's the whole thing. You got to start off with gear that is a little bit ab- either above your skill level or has the ability to grow with your skill level. And the katana is really one of those amps that, like, I mean, gigging Nashville people use. I love the katana. It is good enough. I mean, it's everything. It, it really is. Like, literally, if you had like a new guitar player, like, or like someone's like, "Oh, I want to get into worship music, and I don't have money to buy much pedals." Get a katana. Yep. And just have a set sound, and you can you can achieve any sound you and want. And just roll your volume knob back. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. You want you want to be clean. Roll your volume knob back. But the biggest problem with that, as much as I love to tell that advice to people, is you also need a right hand that can handle that kind of playing and. Yeah, beginner guitar players just don't have that. You need to turn pedals on and off to give you dynamics because you don't have it in your right hand yet. Yeah, and learning how to work and work the guitar, like yeah, learning, you work that okay. guitar. Yeah, like like oh yeah yeah, you want to go from clean to and get a little gritty. You got to push in. Yeah, you got you got to dig in on that, and you got to get that that aggressive. And then you want you need to sound a little cleaner, but you don't want to turn off pedals. Change your picking attack lighten it up roll your volume back just a smidge rotate the pick 90 degrees yeah you'd be surprised what that does for you calm down the edge oh gosh yeah i gotta get that edge but um yeah anywho let's keep moving on silk tone unveils the feature rich micronaut mini tube amp i don't know anything about this i don't really know anything either so they claim it's their most versatile amplifier to date um but is it though it's an amp and it's also a di box a preamp and a drive all rolled into one compact unit okay how much is it um you're making me scroll out of order it's a thousand bucks um so there's a few different stages or modes in it um so mode one is the more crisp sounding and gentle um, they call it a very pretty and sweet, so it's your edge of brute breakup. A tone is slightly scooped and has enough headroom to run a full pedal board. So, i.e. Mm-hmm. fender mode. Yep. Uh, mode two is the dirtier and grittier of both settings and alters the whole response of the amp by blending these two together and using increased levels of touch sensitivity. However, impressive leads are harmonic texturing revealed. Uh, the lineout works with a isolated reactive load okay it appears that it's yes. it appears um it has output transformer i'm looking the to see what tubes are in it. When, the episode just fell apart whenever scott and jonathan just kept yelling it appears and i just call myself jonathan which is really weird did that make it's... anyone else really uncomfortable yeah shut up diaz all right, thank you. Your Diaz. <laughs> wow. I never refer to myself as that name. That's a Christian name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other news, uh, things outside everyone's price range. RME has a new audio interface. Called yeah, it's portable. The Digiface. Um, yeah. Well, the, the baby faces were all portable, too. Um, what's interesting is it's still USB 2.0. Wow. 
Um, but runs at 190, 192 kilohertz. So if you're an audiophile snob like that, that's something for you. Um, 14 inputs, 16 outputs, full color display, function buns, buttons. Uh, Wait, how many inputs and outputs? It's, it claims 14 inputs. So on the front, there's hey. two XLRs. Yeah, that's two. Um, the back has uh, an AES-3, which if I... I forgot how I think that might be able to do eight channels. I can't remember how. Oh, many. Okay. AES either is two or eight, because AES is digital over XLR. Okay. Um. So like, for Helix kids, that's how you run stereo into your. Um. You can run stereo into the. What were the uh, power cabs called? Were they just called power cabs? <laughs> yes, they were called power cabs. <laughs> you can cabs. run stereo over one XLR to the power cabs using AES, um, mm. using Helix. Um, it also has ADAT and SPDIF, so that's eight channels. Okay. But, uh, yeah. How much do you think they cost, Diaz? Um, I would guess like 500 North of $2,000. Fuck me running. No, it's, it's, no, this is no. RME. This is RME for you, buddy. Fuck you, RME. I don't even know who you are, but I don't like you. RME is our RME is studio snob stuff. They're proud of their shit. That's yeah. all I'm saying. They're proud. Yeah. So I, like I said, this isn't for anybody. I think that's really listening to the show. I think we're more the focus right crowd, but yeah. Yeah. Or the, I'm, I'm, I'm more of the UA volt crowd, not UA, UA volt. Well, I can't afford UA you, stuff. Are, you're, you're one of those kind of people that buys a Mini Cooper and goes around telling everyone you drive a BMW? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The B stands for British Motors works, right? I'm one of those people who would buy like a charger and get the Hellcat stuff and just put it on it. Even though you have the skinniest tires ever in the front and yeah. back? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just put the fucking name Hellcat on it. No, no, that's its name. It's, it doesn't have a Hellcat. I just call it Hellcat. So a question for people who buy Dodges, is it like, do you sign a paperwork or something that says I'm going to tailgate up the ass of whoever's in front of me all the time and drive like an impatient jerk? Or is that just yeah. a byproduct of owning a Dodge? A Dodge? I think by, I think the whole thing is because you get so cold because you're spending so money, so much money on them. You get so even though they're not that great you get so cold that you have to be close to other people so you just have to ride the grass uh, if if there's ever or maybe someone they're regretting pissing, their decision of buying a dodge and they're just trying to suck up your fumes if there's ever someone who's going to piss me off for tailgating me and at least this this might be a chicago thing this might be everywhere thing it's a blue dodge durango really that is in my eyes the tailgater car of impatient person who's not actually going faster would, than you i would agree with durango but it's usually like silver or gold and it's like it's got a fucked up bumper or a fucked up uh like <laughs> so, like quarter panel yeah like one quarter pan panel is a different color than the rest of them or one door is different than the rest yeah. of them and i'm pretty sure it's a v6 durango I, you know, at the same time it's not yeah, yeah, it's, it's not a fast one no 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 they're 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 on your ass but their floor it's their pedal is to the floor and like they they just want you to think that they're gonna pass you. And no, no. I, and then you get out of the way, and it takes them forever to pass you. <laughs> yeah. So it's like gold or silver with a black or blue door. Hmm. May possibly red door. Or the best one is um, 
the uh ford no not the ford explorers but like um the gmc sierras are those are no no those are the trucks it was the giant like uh like, almost like a large bronco the gmc one yeah i think it's gmc but it's like or like it's, a, it's just one of those giant ones and it's always like green and sometimes has a red door for some reason like i always see it and i'm like oh fucking santa claus doing really rough right now <laughs> well yeah. you know it's also silver with a blue door behringer's new aks mini when you look at the picture that joke will make sense it really <laughs> it, really it really is silver is with a blue, blue door um, so, yeah a little mini synthesizer this is something i saw it and i thought of will yeah 99 bucks gotta love behringer on it's that. a vc vcs3 clone yeah how much is a vcs3 uh probably not this cheap 120 dollars uh i mean the old vcs3s are big okay uh here's one listed for 13 and a half thousand dollars okay so we're saving a little we're saving a little bit of money yeah just a little bit at 99 dollars um it's also compact and tight it's got a joystick it does have a joystick so i mean this is a another time to talk about you know behringer does clones and yada 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 but at the same time it seems like this is something people really want so have at it yeah have fun you know what go fucking nuts you know it's also really fun what hosting this podcast once in a while with eds yeah it's been a blast and you know what makes that possible what what's that all the patrons that support this show all of you guys we appreciate you um if you want to be someone that we appreciate you, you know what you know you, you listen to the show we already appreciate you but if no, you really yeah. want to jump into the level where we actually love you yeah yeah our love is for sale it's gonna cost you yeah at least five dollars a month that's the, <laughs> um anywho yeah but like you know that's what we appreciate about you that's, uh, is that all you appreciate about me diaz <laughs> no i don't know the rest of it why don't you uh hey diaz why don't you take about five or ten percent off there oh yeah yep yep that, that, that high ground there you are I got, I got sucked into a shorzy uh reel like on facebook dude shorzy was great I still, I just need to watch the show. I need to watch Letterkenny and then Shorzy. It was, it was just like a collection of him hitting on some woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reporter. Or not hitting on, but, but yeah, but like just saying how Wait, much he loves be, her and all that. He'd be, I'd be so good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. I was dying. So is that the guy? Uh, that's the main character, right? From it's yeah, it's Jared Kiso. He plays okay. Shorzy and he plays uh, Wayne, the main character Wayne. in Letterkenny. Yeah. Uh, I think doesn't Tony do a Letterkenny? podcast what i thought he did i don't know i can't keep track of podcasts anymore i can barely keep track of ours i, I think it's in the, the the just surprise me universe of podcasts. oh yeah oh it's not in the 60 cycle hum universe of podcasts no which i mean just surprised me is like a you know lesbian cousin of 60 cycle hum we're more like the cousin that like doesn't know when to stop an analogy 
yeah and like we'll 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 be like hey we're gonna meet up this summer and we'll like take care of the house and everything you guys just give us money and like and then we all hang out that's fun all right well we're gonna end this episode now because that train of thought crashed has left the station completely (laughs) it's it's not coming back choo 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 Uh, Oh, go ahead. You were you were doing it. You were ending it. I was into it. Yeah. So thanks for joining us, everyone. Go to theeffectsloop.com. It's got links to our Facebook group, our Instagram, our merch, our YouTube, our email. If you want to email us and talk about stuff, I don't. Okay. Um, and then our Patreon, which is that thing that we talked about that is makes us feel good. Um, so we appreciate everyone, guys. Have a good week for the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Night. Adios. Good night. It's sitting time for the could, You could physically hear the steam when you like, it, like, it literally was just like a brick wall. It's like a fucking.
Oh, actually, did I ever show you this? <clears throat> this should be Patreon content, but it's not. It's going to be us talking over the music and pissing Philip off. No, um, no, no. Oh, does he get mad when we play over the music? Oh, he hates it when we do this over Phillip, the music. Philip, go. We, we at one point had a link to the album and stuff. Oh, it's still there. It's Piece Together by Marcus Gallen. You can go listen to whatever you want to. It's on so those like, streaming services. It's so like, you know, all the crazy no stuff I've been dealing with? Yeah. I had a night where I just started whistling. Yeah. Yeah, and I recorded it. So let me see Hell if yeah. I can get this across. I can't really hear it. Well, it sounds like, you know how like you hold a balloon and it's just like, yeah, dude, you just <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's funny. That, that's a noise I do all the time. It bugs the dog. <laughs> and like it, it's I always do it whenever I make fun of uh, the girlfriend if she decides to poot. <laughs> if, she, if she's a little gassy. I'll... Yeah. So it's weird is it would basically be like I would exhale and then it would start when I'm kind of out of air. Oh, gosh. I just I just texted it to you. Yes. <laughs> you can listen to this at home. Elise is going to be like, what are you listening to? Scott's nose whistle while you sleep. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, your guys' friendship is going way too far. It's like he's next to me in the bed, starving for <laughs> air because he needs a sleep apnea can mask. I this, can I set this as a white noise? <laughs> it is white noise. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, dude. Well, I'll talk to you later. I'm going right. to go pass the F out. Uh, I'm going to go see if the three-year-old fell asleep, which I hope she did. I'm going to edit this episode and get it out still on a Wednesday. Still on a Wednesday. All right, man. I'll see you. Bye. Bye.